who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. You're listening to Pixels and Flesh, an Anderson Dexter novel written and read by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information, visit darusha.ca. Chapter 9 Dex was still logged into the M-City squad room when he heard Annabelle come home. He made sure he left Susanna's desk as he'd found it, said goodbye to Magoro, who was still there, and linked out. He opened the door to the closet office, making sure to make some noise so as not to startle Annabelle. She was by the chiller, peering inside. Rough day? he asked. Annabelle made a sound somewhere between a sigh and a groan. Under other circumstances, it was the kind of noise that might have sent a wave of heat through Dex's body, but this was not a sound of pleasure. Anything I can do? Buy a girl a drink, Annabelle said, closing the chiller drawer with a loud snick. Dex grinned. That is a thing within my capabilities. So, options. I can run down the street for a bottle of synth wine. We could head over to La Retro or link over to Monty's. He ticked off the suggestions on his fingers, then held up his hand. Annabelle smiled and grabbed his ring finger, giving it a slight squeeze. That warm feeling began to swim inside Dex's body, after all. Annabelle was wearing her drab one-piece Omnitrack uniform in Nice, but in M-City she wore slim trousers and a gauzy thin top with a shimmer of color that subtly changed every time Dex looked at it. He wore his usual charcoal pinstripe suit, but instead of the gaudy bright red tie he often chose, he'd opted for an open-collar black shirt and an emerald pocket square. Annabelle's eyes grew large. You've been shopping. Should I be worried? Dex laughed. At one time the question might have been serious, but it had been a long time. Dex didn't really know what an old married couple should act like, but he guessed that the two of them fit the bill. I had a case at a haberdashery last month, Dex explained, and it dawned on me that I hadn't changed this, he gestured at his avatar's body, in a good long while. So I picked up a couple of things. Like what you see? A smile tugged at the corner of his lips. Annabelle held a serious expression on her face as she inspected him from several angles. Then she reached over and carefully undid another button on his shirt, letting her finger rest on the divot under his Adam's apple for about a hundred years. Since he'd upgraded his implants, the sensation of things in Marionette City was unnervingly similar to their physical analogs. It wasn't the same, but Dex had slowly gotten over the general feeling of wrongness that came from the subtle difference. As Annabelle's avatar touched his, 
and his implants did their simulated magic, the breath in his physical body caught. Mm-hmm, Annabelle said, finally drawing away. Green suits you. Dex had no idea what she was talking about for a moment. Then the conversation came back to him, along with his ability to speak. Glad you like it. Drink? Definitely. They ordered from the menu interface, Annabelle taking her time selecting. She'd be ordering stims with her virtual drink, so that when her avatar took a sip, her implants would direct an analogous amount of whatever stim she chose to her brain. It was no different than using a stim cartridge, but it all happened through the MCD interface. Technology was grand. Dex stuck to a flavor-only drink, which he sipped as Annabelle took a deep draft of her neon-blue concoction. She closed her eyes and let out a deep breath. Dex could hear her physical body making the same movements next to him. Oh, I needed that, Annabelle said, opening her eyes. Things are getting worse? She shook her head, then shrugged. I don't know. I'm starting to think that if it's not better, it's worse, you know? The more this goes on, the more I don't think I can do it anymore. But what else am I going to do? You have a lot of options, kiddo, Dex said softly. He expected an argument, but Annabelle didn't say anything for a moment. Finally, she reluctantly agreed. I guess I've spent so long just assuming that I'd always have a corp job that I never seriously considered going out on my own. It just never felt like a real possibility, so I never thought about it. Dex nodded. He'd wanted Annabelle to go independent long ago. She was infinitely more qualified than he was, after all. But it wasn't his decision, and he didn't want his opinion to influence the decision she did make. What about another company? Omnitrack isn't the only game in town, after all. Annabelle shook her head. I thought about it, looked around a little. The truth is, I don't see anyone else with a better offer. The opposite, actually. She took another pull on her drink, then set down the glass. She turned it on the table absent-mindedly and chewed her bottom lip. It wasn't common for an avatar to display unconscious behavior, but a few people had the necessary interface upgrades to allow it. Dex had to agree that it did add nuance to online interactions that made them richer. I made a few discreet inquiries, Annabelle said, and had a couple of offers. One was pretty serious. But it was obvious that they both wanted me more for whatever information about Omnitrack I could bring rather than my actual skills. You never mentioned this, Dex said, then immediately wished he hadn't. Or at least that he'd managed to keep the accusatory tone out of his voice. I'm sorry, you don't have to tell me every little thing that goes on in your day. I'm not your boss. It's okay, Annabelle reached out to take Dex's hand. I didn't mention it because it felt... disloyal, maybe? Not disloyal to me. No, Annabelle laughed. To Omni, I guess. Why would I care about you being loyal to Omnitrack? Annabelle squeezed his hand. It's not about you, sweetie. Jesus, he was doing it again. What was wrong with him? I know, I'm sorry. I guess I thought that if I told you, that would make it real, make it important. And I really didn't think I was serious about leaving Omnitrack. Certainly the responses I got didn't encourage me to pursue it any further. But now... She pulled away and stared off into the distance, as if looking for an answer in the unresed edges of three-card Monty's bar. I don't think I can stay there, she said finally. This is hard. I know what I am. I've written plenty of malicious, invasive, and low-down, unethical packages. But I've tried to use them for good reasons. Maybe the reasons don't matter. And maybe Omni is just asking me to do the same thing for them that I've done for you, or Mac Larson, or Captain Jang. 
but it doesn't feel the same to me. I'm a cracker. I have no business trying to take the ethical high road. But I can't keep doing what they're asking me to do. Dex thought about the things he had done. Things which, if they were publicly known, would get him in the bad books of more security departments than he'd had hot meals. Things which, if someone did them to him or someone he loved, he'd be none too pleased. But he believed, in his bones, that his work was making things better. Whenever he threatened some would-be shakedown artist, he felt like he was on the side of the angels. Back in the day, when things got physical, that never bothered him either. In a perfect world, everyone would treat each other with respect, but this was far from a perfect world, and sometimes you had to operate from the edges. But now wasn't the time to convince Annabelle that morally gray was good enough. Okay, then, Dick said. Sounds like you've made a decision. What's the plan? When they finally linked out of M-City, Dex was hungry and thirsty and tired. He put together a quick meal of a liquid nutritional supplement Annabelle liked, and they sat together at the table to eat. Now that I've actually made a decision, I feel like I have to go in tomorrow and give my notice, Annabelle said. Given the project you've been working on, you think they're going to be happy to let you go? Probably not, Annabelle said. But what are they going to do? I mean, I'm sure I'll be escorted out of the building and all of my access is revoked immediately. Maybe I'm being paranoid, Dick said. But if it were me, I'd have you followed for a while, too. Ugh, you're probably right. Can you stick it out a little longer? Dex asked. Enough time to at least have a few conversations, line up something else. We're fine for Euros for now, but if Omni are going to make life difficult, it might be good to have your ducks in a row before you quit. Annabelle nodded. You're right. I just feel like I've already left, you know? And the longer I stay and the more this project goes on, the more incriminating information I'll have access to. That's the thing that really worries me. That they'll guess that I've figured out what's going on and decide that I'm selling them out to one of their competitors. Dex nodded. All the more reason to get something else in the works. Something that has nothing to do with trains. They might not buy it, but at least then you'll have something to sell them. You're a smart cookie, Anderson Dexter, Annabelle said. I'm glad you're on my team. Always, kiddo. So, do you have any brilliant ideas for getting freelance work? Do you think Larson has budget for a full-time cracker on the squad? Dex thought back to his afternoon helping out Summerdale and Bagoro. He'd been useful enough, but he couldn't pretend that the squad was swamped, and he was the only member of the team that wasn't a code jockey of some sort. He made a face. I don't think so. He'd have mentioned it to you if he did. Annabelle frowned. Yeah, he hasn't called me in for a while. I guess that would have been too easy. Well, Dex said, there is someone who's been wanting to get you on the payroll for a while now. Annabelle looked genuinely confused. Have you seriously forgotten? he asked. Forgotten what? Stella Bish. Even saying the name made Dex feel awkward. Bish was, among other things, their landlord, owning the entire La Liberté complex. She ran a freelancer empire based in M-City, and in acquiring the residence, she saw an opportunity that both helped the people who worked with her and was a lucrative investment. That was the contradiction that Bish embodied, ruthless at business, but always in the middle of projects that made life better for ordinary people. Until he'd met her, Dex had always assumed those two goals were at odds, but Bish managed to be both mercenary and socially responsible. It was unnerving. What are you talking about? Annabelle asked. I doubt she even knows who I am. What are you talking about? Dex countered. After the way you helped her when her online accounts were being compromised? 
After everything you did with the crypto package for M-City, she knows who you are, all right, and she wants you on her team. How do you know that? Do the two of you have regular conversations now? Dex shook his head and visibly shuddered. Thankfully, we do not. You know she gives me the creeps. I haven't talked to her since she turned up at Monty's that time. After that mission business, remember? When she offered you a position? Said that you should call her first if you ever wanted to go independent? Gave you her card? Oh, that. Yeah, Dex said. That. You've been listening to Pixels in Flesh by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information about this and the other Anderson Dexter books, visit darusha.ca. Thanks for listening.